0: Minutes 38 remaining. Right. by 10 points. It's Fremantle's game. No. 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 the No. 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 No.
1: Coming in at a bit, of a bit of an odd time, we're getting up in the a.m. Joining me though, as always, early in the morning, Matt Judd.
0: Yeah, coffee instead of wine this week.
1: Yeah, I just had time to jump up and uh, make a nice hot brew before we um, divulge and talk about your weekend. Yeah, then in, I got uh, jealous
0: and I made myself a coffee too. Can't <laughs> have you having anything I don't have.
1: Got a delicious coffee on this cold morning. Um yeah, mate, how was um, the weekend, Tasmania, the great, I don't know, the great island state?
0: Yeah, well, it could have been better, but I had a, we had a really good times over there with Duck and Noobs, um, a few other guys that wouldn't listen to the pod. Um, two Dads. Two Dads and Sammy Wallace and their girlfriends. It was good fun. Um, oh, got some stories about the footy. Duck's told a few. Um, there's a few you left out that are probably my favourites. Um should we jump right in? <laughs>
1: oh, mate. Devolved.
0: So obviously Dockers went down 12-12-84 to eight 5, 53 We mm-hmm. were pretty worried in the first quarter when we had all the play, but we scored three behinds and they scored three goals one. Which is yep. pretty classic Dockers and pretty classic Dockers versus Hawthorne. So it was like the perfect storm. But goals then, quarter. Yeah, then Fifey jumped up and kicked three and we got a, like we made our way back into the game by half time. Yep. There was this free kick, so we were down the end. The Dockers were going in the first quarter, and so in the second quarter, just before halftime, there was a free kick where Wilson and another player were running back towards goal. I don't know if you remember this. It was in the second quarter. You, you uh, if you watched second quarter, you had seen it. It was literally thirty meters from, twenty meters from us. So this is why it pisses me off so much because it was right in front of me. Wilson and this player just sort of collide fifteen meters out from goal on a slight angle. Umpire's like, "Nah, push." Wilson turns around and goes, uh, "Sir, basically we're both looking at the footy and we our bodies made contact and he fell over and I didn't." Um, yeah. And then the replay came up and like Sammy and a few other people were around, even a few Hawks supporters, were like, oh, "Wow, that is, that is not a free kick." And then obviously yeah. he slots it and suddenly you know it breaks our back of momentum. Oh, just yep. so many dockery things like that hurt me. Um,
1: yeah, it was quite Well, I mean, we're back with the goal is quarters. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, so many Dockery things. Uh, I've got a little segment later on um, called. Uh, I'll 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 uh, introduce it after this. I'll talk about Tassie first. So it was it was actually a lovely day in terms of blue skies. Uh, the it, weather the, cleared uh, up. Yeah, it did. So there was some cloud cover early. We're like, oh, well, is it going to rain? It's freezing in the wind. Like it was an ice wind, but um, yep. in, period, in patches. It was like not too. Not too bad. Like, you were fine wearing your jacket and stuff. Um, and then at night, oh boy, it gets cold at night. So Dropped off? Yeah, drop right off. Um, and the, the sun goes down at about 4.15, so it, was yep. a, it wasn't Fair a long day. Um session. So, like Ducky said on the Purple Rain, we saw... And I think it's just a function of Tassie doesn't have a team, so everyone down there probably goes for a random team. But we saw people wearing kit of pretty much every AFL team except Brisbane, Gold Coast and GWS. Like, there was Adelaide, there was Eagles, there was North Melbourne, Sydney, like, all these teams. North Melbourne at least play down in Tassie.
1: You know, it would have been sick if you'd seen a um, Brisbane Lions jumper with the Luke Hodge number on it.
0: Yeah, that would have been good. (laughs) Uh, Or, like, the half-half jumper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty weird. We were sort of like, oh, I don't know, maybe t- Tassie people are kind of a strange breed. Like, they're very friendly and happy to chat, but also it's like, it's sort of like you're hanging out in Jindalup or like Mandra. like you're sort of in yes. this like, oh, I don't know what's going on with these people. Um, <laughs> not many dentists down in Launceston, I don't think. Um (laughs) so one of my favourite story that Ducky didn't talk about, we walk into the ground, scan our tickets, and we're sort of like at the outside bit near the stadium. And we go to get a beer and we look across and there's this like maybe five meters by five meters uh, fencing cage set up with a little entrance. Cage fighting. I was like, what is happening in there? It was literally just like um temporary fence set up into a cage. Yeah. Um, it was the smoker's area. They have little caged-off smoker's areas.
1: <laughs> they just put them in a cage. They just put them in
0: a cage. <laughs> and like the best was there was this kid sitting on the, like, you know the little stand that the temp fences sit on, little plastic thing? Yeah. The kid's, kid was sitting on it at the front. It looks like it looked like he was the bouncer for the smoking area. <laughs> so we're like, <laughs> oh, look at that kid. Hey, you smoker, get out of here. <laughs> What's the
1: cage doing to Mate, diffuse the it, smoke? we were
0: like... Well, like I was getting hit in the face by smoke twenty meters away, <laughs> but I think it just puts them all in one area. But it's, it's just it, like... it just it might they were all around the ground. There wasn't just one. There was like plenty. So everywhere there was just a little smokers area, little smokers yeah. cage.
1: <laughs> it was it's like being in a
0: zoo watching smokers. Like, and this is a smoker well, in their natural habitat.
1: Well, you got to leave the um,
0: leave Most the stadium stadiums, now. Yeah. I think.
1: Um, yeah, I mean. I'm sure, I've never been to Tassie, but I've heard great things about it. I know um, my parents are a big fan of it. I think, though, um, I don't think the Dockers should play down there anymore.
0: No, well, 100% they shouldn't. There was a, narrowly Meadows did a tweet. It was like, please. He shared d-. it. Yeah, yeah, he did too. It's like, please don't play the Dockers down there anymore. All these teams that live on the East Coast haven't played down there in like eight years, yet Frio and Eagles get to go there every year. It's, um, I
1: love how they're setting up, like, They'll set up expansion clubs, but they literally won't make the fucking stupid six big Victorian clubs travel to Tasmania to grow the game. Like, yeah, and the other you thing won't is, even, you won't even fucking get on a ferry. Like,
0: yeah. But the other thing is, so the you can see the monetary, the financial argument for teams like Collingwood not playing Victorian teams out of Victoria because they'll attract a lot of fans to the game. Like, they will get sixty, seventy thousand 70,000 to the MCG. Teams like the Demons get fucking 15,000 people to their game. Demons versus North Melbourne gets about 16000 to their game. Why can't you play that somewhere else? Like, how is no, having shit. that game at the MCG going to be beneficial financially? Like, they're probably making a loss. So, you know what, move the games. Sorry. Yeah, go on.
1: The, the Collingwood one, like you always hear about it. they're like, oh, we get this many, at the, you know, we get this many. Because you play every fucking Friday night. Like, yeah. it's a Friday night in Melbourne. Yeah, like, yeah Of course yeah. you're going to get 60,000. Put them on the Saturday Arvo and let's see if you get 60, Yeah, probably, mate, put them Sunday. Put them
0: Sunday midnight and see how many they get. Yeah, the, the classic exactly. Dockers game. I agree. Oh, I, I, and I think, look, it's sort of like their reasoning for playing the next one is that the last one made like big crowd and then... The last one made a big crowd because it was Friday. So, it's just this revolving door of excuses of why they keep getting it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And then, of course, whenever Frio playing a Friday night, they shoot the bed. So, (laughs) I'm not saying Frio have to be it, but surely a rotation policy would be good. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: All right. This is a new segment that I came up with. It's a lot to do with Ethan Hughes, but let's just have a little look. I'll just make sure it's not too loud. It's the melt section. <laughs> 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 Everyone, mate, we're having so many melts. So
1: Love a melt.
0: So, two melts this week. One that was more funny, one that was actually a spirit slash momentum breaker. Melt number one, which was the spirit slash momentum breaker. Ethan Hughes takes a hanger at the half-forward flank, 60 out from goal. Goes back four and a half metres. Instead of kicking it, uh, admittedly bombing it back inside 50 when we've had repeat entries, possibly another shot on goal, he kicks it into the man on the mark who smothers it, hand passes wide, Hawthorne then run it the length of the ground and kick a goal to break our back. Category 10. It is a category 10. And it's just, you just go, so if I was coaching under 12s, I would be like, everybody in this team knows that that's an incorrect thing to do. Like you have the simple thing is to go back and make sure you, you get over the man on the mark. Like that is literally taught from Oz kick. You see kids in Oz kick in the middle of the ground. So it's not, these are the things and Duck mentions it and Oz mentioned These are the things where you cannot on field coach that, that is the person needs to understand. So he obviously knows he did the wrong thing and I'm not trying to hang him out. Cause I think he hits really hard. Ethan he is. like, he's a, Big, strong boy, and he does go in hard. But, man, if you want to be a serious footy player, these cost us goals and cost us momentum and end up costing us games. Like against Carlton, when you melt it and didn't rush it and you kicked it out in the full, these melts kill us, man. Sort it out. Sort it out.
1: He loves jumping in the toasty maker.
0: Oh, mate. Yeah, he loves a little, little cheese melt. Um, so the, yeah, sec, the second one was a bit funny, I It was sort of the game was, wasn't was really in the balance or anything. It's not the fresh airy, <laughs> is it? It's Nighouse's double fresh airy. <laughs> is that not dockery? Yeah. Oh, man, the double fresh air. We were like, oh, one, oh, Oh, fresh airy. That's pretty funny. Oh, he's done it again within yeah. five seconds. Good God. Um, man, Nighouse, I think. Is gonna be he should stay in the team. Like I hope we don't drop him just because yeah, of, of a pumping. But um, but yeah. So anything else you wanted to add? I've got a few other things about the game and then also generally our season to go through.
1: I had a good general season analogy, yeah. but I don't want to go into that yet. I reckon we call that segment the Sunday melt. The um, Sunday melt.
0: Yeah, we should the have Sunday a paper melt
1: based on. And then I did have, oh, what was I oh mate? I've lost my lost my chain of thought with your good Sunday melt. Oh, the Category 10 thing. I got the oh, shit the Purple Rain. Yeah, very mate, Duck, Duck
0: loved it. So chatting to Duck and News, they were like, we, so they listened to the Purple Rain driving from Hobart to, La- sorry, they listened to Dork Talk driving from Hobart to Launceston. They were like, dude, we frothed on the uh, Category 10 melts. So, mate, you come <laughs> yeah. up with something good there.
1: I like to. You know what else would be interesting, just as a stat, just to advance on it, is like if you got goals from turnovers, stoppages, and stuff like that. It'd be good to know from goals from turnovers the amount of disposals per. As so in, like how for, many they took to then get a goal or like averaged it so like yeah, if you're yeah. getting a oh, goal man. From Dockers turnip- would
0: be like one it would be like literally exactly. we turn it over and it's a goal
1: <laughs> yeah like it would just show it would show if you had your nine sitting there and it was like three disposals two disposals and then there might be some 15 18 well like, they're oh, the no. ones
0: that's like a chain from the like you exactly. turn it over yeah. and back full back and then like the eagles or someone Comes just it but all I mean, up. it Dockers would be he, under 5 most times
1: yeah average um, Nick Del Santo said that we were the worst disposal efficiency in the back line, in the back half of the ground, in the competition.
0: Mm. Oh, I'm not surprised, man. Dude, so, against Hawthorne, oh, we had a huge, well, not argument, a huge discussion. It was me and Dark versus Noobs. Well, I of that Noobs was on the fence, Two Dads and Sammy Wallace. So, we're talking about Brad Hill. So Brad Hill had a really good game. However, had a really poor disposal game. Not necessarily... His efficiency would have been like 70% or something. 73. 73. But his missed kicks were simple 20-meter switches slash backwards kicks, which put our player under pressure and then ruined the whole rest of the play. So it wasn't like he was getting a quick snap and it was not effective. It was like Brad Hill running along. And trying to kick a 20 metre kick that you or I could hit eight times out of 10 and missing it. And he did it a lot. Like, I think he did it like eight or nine times. If he had 37 touches, he must have done it 10 times or so.
1: He had five clangers.
0: Yeah. and But they were like, even the ones where it bounced and still went to the player, still count as an effective disposal. But, like, it, like, you need to hit that target. And we were saying, Brad yeah. Hill, normally really good. That sort of stuff is what costs the Dockers. Like... Yeah, you had 37 touches, but how about get 30 and hit those kicks? Like you're probably getting extra yep. touches because you've had to run over and help the guy that you've missed. And we had a huge, they were like, man, you can't hang Brad Hill up. He's like one of the only guys trying. And we're like, yeah, we understand exactly what you mean. Like we don't want to hang shit on one of the, like him and Fife's like hanging shit on our only players that do anything. But at the same token, we can't have the guys at the top doing that, and, and that yeah. sort of leads into something else I want to talk about is, so our skills, this well, for the last many years, but particularly the last couple of years, have been pretty bad, like the basics. What do you think are the factors involved
1: in the docker's skill level, like anything? Uh, I think the skill level always seems to break down off the halfback flank. Like, it's that transition. So it's when you've got those constant inside 50s and the rebound. It's when that just gets buried in there and we really suffer from, like, a bit of fatigue. Um, players seem to rush back and flood. They get too close together. Um, mm. And we just start... And it just starts, like... Oh, I think- we, lose, we lose seconds with disposal. So the first yeah. handball loses us half a second. Yeah. The second yeah, one yeah, loses yeah. a full second. By the time it gets to the outlet kick he should have two seconds to look around and instead he's got nothing. Yeah, so. I completely
0: agree with that. So I think what you first meant was like when we bomb it out of defence. So that's decision-making, yeah. like the kick's fine because that's what he meant to do. I think what you're saying there is spot on. Like, we can't hand pass to keep the, keep the person in advantage with sort of this bumbly hand pass. It'll hit the yeah. deck or something stupid. And you're just like, good God. Like, can you please hit a five-metre hand pass? Um, you getting calls, mate. No. Oh, I thought I heard a beep-beep. Um, no, so, no. so, look, I think the factors are coaching, so what yep. we value and what we don't, training, how much do we train basic skills because I think Lyon just assumes that everyone at AFL has a skill level that he's happy with and where he's going to get the most out of them is positioning and structure. Whereas I don't think that's how the AFL works. Like the Eagles are very skillful because they want to be skillful. Um, The players, I think we bring in these... Duck always talks about this. We bring in these players that maybe aren't as skillful as other AFL players, but also we don't train it enough. So skillful players become slightly less skillful. Brad Hill, good example. Yep. I think junior clubs probably don't practice basic skills enough. So how these guys can come in with these awkward kicking styles and, you know, not go back off the mark and all those sort of things. And then obviously game plan comes into it. So I don't know how to rectify it, but I think there's multiple factors involved. And I think, I don't know. I I would not like to be the player doing those skillet. I wouldn't turn around and blame the coach or training if I missed a 20-minute kick on match day.
1: Yeah, I think our... Like what 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 Hawthorne were doing just so well and, and all all they got to do is just like a... just a simple basketball-style zone where you just shut down the immediate kick and then you just move to get to this person who's two kicks or a long kick away. So just constantly shut the easy option. So, so just zone up, cover the 20-metre, 20 25-metre kick, make it difficult. If they want to go for the long kick, make them go for it because they'll give us time to get there and defend it. So, like... It's just like a simple basketball zone that, Hawthor- that you can do against mm-hmm. us where you, you move to the immediate option. If they're going to throw it for a two pass or go the one over the top, you've got time to move there because they're not going to rebound it damaging and they're not going to get it there quick enough to open us up. Um, just shut down that first easy option and, and strangle that easy, easy disposal mark. Um, and that's pretty much where mm. we like, they just. They just move around in like this 40-meter arc and, just,
0: yeah, and, and we they're can't just kick our team. way through it. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's sort of part of the problem. They're very well drilled and very well skilled, similar to the Eagles, very well drilled and skilled. And so yeah. they shut you down and also when you give it back to them, they hurt you, which is just the opposite of us. Like we shut teams down and give it back, then shut them down and give them back. And then eventually they kick a the goal and we go, uh that sucks. We put in all that effort. It's like, well, you did, but the reward for effort is purely based on how you use the football. Um, yeah.
1: And look, we got some personnel issues. Um, yeah, we do. Like not to make excuses, but I mean you take Alex Pierce out, so the whole back line kind of rolls back one. So yeah. Hamlin goes big, Luke Ryan now doesn't rebound as much, he goes up, so I Matt think that Wilson... was an important
0: I think that was an important thing. So that sort of leads into this. Okay. So I was having a think literally just before when I was getting a coffee. Do we have too short a memory in the AFL? Not just fans, not just Dockers fans, the media, everybody. So, if Ross, it, so if the Dockers had have lost these four games, so had this horrible month rounds three to seven, and then had had the rest of their season backloaded. No, so basically the same season except all of our wins are like in a row now nobody's talking about anything to getting rid of Lyon and binning the club and trading everybody. I think it's purely that we are now having at the back end four in a row, which is horrible. Like, we've played horribly uh, as a general. We, weren't, we were better on the weekend, but we still did a lot of things wrong. Um, oh. But if we beat JWS and Pies this month and all those four losses that we just had, like we got pumped by the Eagles in round four or whatever, rather than... Couple of weeks ago, do you think there's any of that same pressure? Because I don't.
1: No, nah, no. Nah, we wins obviously naturally wins ease pressure, and it doesn't matter where they happen. I suppose for us, like we were on such a roll, and what you're not used to at the Dockers is just like it's just been off a cliff. Like hasn't been a gradual decline. Like usually when Maybe. we're up and about and got momentum, we we seem to carry on with it, and we seem to be always able to find a way to be in games, but. We haven't been in games lately, like No. Like well, it, it, we, we didn't really look that dangerous we probably looked dangerous against Hawthorne for like ten minutes, maybe. You know yeah, what so I mean? We like we looked
0: dangerous for repeat entries, not for scoring, if that makes sense. No, nah, like um,
1: it's that's probably the it most was, severe thing.
0: It was Alex Pierce going down in the Collingwood game that we managed to scrap one and then Melbourne Hogan went down and then suddenly we lost our sting and we lose to Melbourne by Fifteen points or whatever it is, ten points. Yeah, and then Carlton, we should have beaten them, but we couldn't. And then Eagles, we get absolutely like finger banged. And then Hawthorn, so I think the decline is directly linked to losing probably our backline captain and our forward line competitor. Um, however, I think there was too many other guys that were probably just you know, floating along, not thinking they had to do much, like thinking how good are we? We've won three in a row. And yep. and sort of, oh, yeah, like someone else will get it done. Um, but So I don't know.
1: But, mate, touching on the, like, you want not talk about skills thing and, like, I suppose this pressure of the coaching, everyone's just so concerned with us not being able to kick scores. Like, look at our forward line at the moment. Like, mm. you've oh. got Brayshaw, Matera, Chera, Mund- uh, sorry, Swikowski, not, not many Tucker,
0: Brayshaw,
1: Matera. Walters is named on the half-forward, but he was running through the middle. You've got Travis Collier running through there. Cam McCarthy's running up there. Rory Lobbs at full forward, yeah. but he goes up forward. Like, who's, Man, who's I think backs? Cam
0: McCarthy at the Eagles or Hawthorne would be a 40-50 to goal-a-year player. Like, if he yep. could get some good delivery, if he gets the ball within 40 metres... Sometimes he kicks them from outside 50. But if he gets the ball within 40 metres, even on angles, generally he comes pretty close to kicking. If he could have four shots a goal a game, he'd get three goals a game. I reckon. Minimum. Um, yeah, I So mean, I feel like I, we are wasting him.
1: <laughs> big time. All right. I was, he's, he's fantastic to watch live. Did I, you want to bust into the analogies?
0: Uh, what are the analogies?
1: I had a little docker season
0: analogy. All right, can I, can I just go through Rosie's question quickly? Because it sort of oh. relates to what we just said. I feel like we always R-C-J. forget. Yeah. Um, so Rosie's question number one is, if we didn't have such a dramatic loss to Eagles, are we still in panic mode? Probably not as much. So we're probably like a half tap rather than a full, you know, like mm. sit on the panic button. But yeah, I agree with you that it's, all, it's like um, Duffield always says, it's always worse or better. After a derby, (laughs) Uh, and he said, "What do you think about strap him up and give them a shot of cortisone and get him out there?" Referring to Fife, um, Fife in his shoulder. Uh, Well, I think instead of cortisone, they should use corduroy jeans. um, (laughs) Imagine if Fife just came out wearing like corduroy shorts, and he's like, "Oh, he's all better now. He's had a shot of corduroy."
1: (laughs) He went down to the dungeon with Weber, and Weber's like, "I think corduroy's good for this." He's mm. so like, "Try these flares on."
0: He's just got like a little, um, cut, like a wardrobe down there. It's like a walk-in one. They're like, "Ooh, these are nice. These are comfy." Um, I think Rosie that AFL players are a commodity that will be milked for everything they are worth. But the the reason they can get away with it is because the players agree. So the players are like, "I've got ten years max down here." I need to play every game and blah, 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 and make all my money and then get out. So I don't think anything will change. But, yeah, it probably does contribute to some injuries. But at the same time, if they could have taken Fife off and he plays next week or if he plays and he's out for the season, then the Medico is getting, well, they get the spotlight on them. So I think there's some accountability there. But long-term, they're all going to be very sore boys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can speak a lot about shoulder injuries, can't I, Judy? I got yeah, of, uh, you know all tendonitis. all about shoulders, yeah. Got some tendonitis, but I'm. You got some burrito, doing... don't you? Yeah, no, no. Burrito you scans. You've
0: you seen some the scans, yeah. burrito Um Which is even worse. <laughs> all right, so go through your analogies.
1: Well, I was going to try to do it a little bit more smoother than this, but I was just thinking about the, uh, the roller coaster ride that's been the season, and you were talking about the highs and the lows. Um, where we're at at the moment in terms of roller coasters and amusement park rides and football seasons. You know, when you go to like an agricultural show and there's some guy there on a ride on lawnmower just taking kids around? Yeah. In, like carts? That's what we're on at the moment. Yeah, so we don't know where we're going to end up. And it's not yeah, very fun. Nah, just like slow moving, just not doing much at all. The season's it's, just flat out. I reckon out the it's moment.
0: more like, you know, those little rides you go on. At the shopping centre where it doesn't move, it just goes back and <laughs> forth. And you're sort of like, how is this fun? And it costs like three bucks and you're like, what? What did I pay for?
1: And you're trying to shake it to get you're more like, out of it. More out.
0: out, yeah, this is not fun. I'm not going anywhere. We're actually going backwards part of the time. Yeah, uh, good good analogies, I like those. <laughs> um, should we have a look at some ruffies? Or yeah, when, as uh, I like Lincoln. to say,
1: I call him Gambler, and it...
0: <laughs> I told, I promised, Doc sure I... I'd get some sound effects back.
1: Um, I got up with. Uh, yeah, Cold you did. did you I? went at yeah. three
0: bucks. Three yeah, bucks, that, that was, was good. Pretty good, and you that also was... won a long neck off me.
1: Yeah, I haven't that a bit that, disappointed. Yeah. A bit disappointed that um, St Kilda didn't. Um, didn't do better. Mate, they Kilda, lost in their in coach there, over it. I know another coach gone. Yeah,
0: so three coaches in a year, and if everyone thinks lines going, that's a lot of coaches.
1: I had a dream last night that mm. um, that um, uh, uh, John Longmire was gone.
0: Well, he's not going to leave because sign- he's kicked out. He was going to leave because he wants to go to North.
1: Didn't he sign a new deal?
0: No, nah, he's just contracted. I think, or something. No. I don't know who. I don't know. I went on Judiary West. He we went down to Richmond, lost Coniglio, so they're pretty dead. All right, let's have a quick look.
1: You know it's jumping out at me, Juddy?
0: Uh, Sydney. Si- Sydney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why are we a dollar fifty nine? Who I makes these know. odds?
0: Oh mate, I hate being favourites. Essendon at two seventy three, Port at three seventy. Yeah,
1: Port, they were woeful against... Brisbane. They were, but they're
0: sort of bounce-back team. They win-lose, win-lose. I'm going to go Port at 370. I'm going to type yeah. it in as well for those people that hate typing.
1: Um, While you're typing, I'm going to go the old classic, the uh Geelong Hawthorne game, Sunday morning. I hope you get 15,000 people, and I hope Hawks win at 334. Yeah, that's a good bet. Um, I like that. I could see North beating Brisbane. As well, yeah. Like Brisbane, Brisbane on a high, yeah. Yeah, they've had two two away games. Um, and I agree. Been playing really well. They're just young, but
0: <clears throat> what do you reckon is going to happen with us, mate? Saturday night against
1: against the mighty Swans.
0: Saturday night. Oh, I hope oh, we have yeah. a win. We need a win in our tipping. So in our predictions, you said we win by eight, and I said we win by fifteen. I hope I reckon fifteen to eight is what we'd win by if we win. I really hope yeah. we don't melt.
1: Mate, our predictions are so bad.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh I completely agree. You were eighty seven points off on the Carlton game. <laughs> um, yeah, not good, hey. Oh look, I I really hope Cam Matt can kick two or three. I hope um Walters can play some forward line. I hope we play Blakely in the midfield almost all day. I hope Mundy gets a rest back or forward. Um, I hope Lobb finds some form. I hope Darcy and Lobb can sort of tandem and sort something out in the rar. They were
1: really good. They were really I, good.
0: They were, they were solid. They were solid. Lob takes some good mark. Lob could have kicked two or three goals, hit the post once Should and have. missed the yeah. other one, which would have yeah. really helped in the first quarter if we had been two goals one or three goals one rather than zero three. Um, so those are the little things, the little battles that we have every week, Monkey. Little battles.
1: Yeah. Um, I hope we make some few structural changes, and I think, who do you reckon's going to come in?
0: Um, oh, I don't know. I reckon we probably make two or three changes. Hopefully some young kids, like Jason Carter got upgraded from the rookie list last week. Um, so hope he plays towards. He probably doesn't play this week, but hope he plays soon. Um, Schultz yeah. surely. Schultz surely is kicking enough goals down in the bottom to come up. Um, who else was down there? So um, who's the young kid that we got? The skinny young kid that was our top draft pick. Uh, Shots with an S as well. Yeah. I'm asking the wrong dude. No, I was going to say, going to be
1: Swakowski. No,
0: No, the other, our top draft pick, the little skinny kid. Um, Um, He's been kicking goals and doing all right. Uh, Valenti's another one that's been getting like, just um, like high teens possessions and good pressure. So there's a lot of people that we should should be playing now that we're um, not in a grand final winning position as we find ourselves in often.
1: Yeah, it'd be good to. I don't know what you throw at him, but I think like you really need to sort out that midfield balance um, with like five. Like, really need to win the midfield without Walters in there, or if yeah. five's gonna if five's gonna roll forward, or I reckon Mundy needs to roll forward. Yeah,
0: have some class, rep- and he can mark. He can lead. He's clean. Yeah, I reckon Mundy, play- Mundy in, and you know. Blakely or... Um, sorry, not Blakely. Chera or Brayshaw or Tucker out. Like, don't have Tucker in the
1: forward line. Have Mundy in there. 100% do not have Yeah. Tucker in 100%. there. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, I, I'd also like to see Logue come back and... Logue, and definitely. Roll,
0: yeah, Logue should come in.
1: Roll Ryan in mid. mid.
0: Yeah. Oh, I reckon just burst him in there. Have five or ten. Just crack some yeah. skulls, mate, with your cat Even- head.
1: Even like, roll, roll, Ro, Wilson. Like I don't Ryan know, like, could
0: turn man. into a player like Elliot Yeo, To be honest, because he's that's how yeah. Elliot Yeo started was a like intercept defender, and now he's like a midfielder. Ryan could legitimately become the next Elliot Yo.
1: Well, that's I just reckon we need tick. to. I reckon, I reckon we need to maybe bring Logue back in, and I wouldn't mind um, having a bit of a structural change where if you drop out of that forward line, like Tucker, maybe comes out. And Szkowski or mm. Collier, maybe a bit unlucky for Collier, but I mean, if you're not kicking goals, like I'm sorry, but get
0: yeah. out. Yeah, I agree. Roll
1: and then roll the team forward, like literally, just put in two or three at the back and just push everyone up, mm. like just kind of like everyone just plays a little. I feel like the mids could play a little bit higher. Um, Ryan and Wilson could play a little bit higher. Just get a bit more dynamic, a bit more something different, like because we're down and out. Like, what are we going to do? Lose doing the same thing?
0: Like, I agree. Completely agree. Um all right monkey, what I want from you this week is a meme. <laughs> all right. It's been long. Um but I've got to go to work soon, so I've got to, we've got to wrap it up. Um yep. thanks for uh, for waking up early for me, mate.
1: Nah, not a problem. Thanks for everyone been joining fun. us. Hope you are and like the Facebook page. Yeah, get, get around it, the Facebook page. gonna be a tasty meme on that. Oh and, yeah. Um,
0: there better be now.
1: Like, subscribe and share, I think they say, Jake. Yeah, thanks for joining
0: Thanks, guys.